about to go somewhere out now Time's to rise and elevation starts to drop down A little secret, don't kiss and tell, you're so bad I'll probably see you in hell Welcome to hell, baby This is Podcast Hell After I, like, went to college yeah. My dad Did you start- go to college? Christopher Newport. I don't know that. It's in Southern Virginia. Nobody knows it. Okay. People that went there are like, where did I go? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Like, yeah. it's not a real fucking place. Yeah. Division three, no sports to speak of, that did kind of thing. Did you play Division three? No. All right. But I was a journalist, though. I covered the team. Oh. It actually wasn't so, bad. So it was kind of fun. Uh, extracurriculars going on? I had some extracurric. Yeah. I uh, followed the football team. I did radio. A lot. So did you want to be a writer then? You were trying to hone I went in to, your writing? I went to school to be a journalist, but then like my sophomore year, I took a class for, it was like run by a lady who wrote at the paper in Newport News, which I can't fucking remember the name now. It was like Captain's Vision or some shit. Yeah. But she fucking hated me. She hated me. Like, like I would put it, like I'd been doing- Out of the gate. She, you showed up and she was like, I'm not going like to- was guy. I was editing my fucking high school paper, came to school to be a journalist, went to CNU because they needed someone to cover the sports team, yeah. was doing it my freshman year. They needed someone and you were like, I'll, I'll do that. Well, I just knew my, my, my girlfriend's older sister went to CNU, knew I did journalism and was like, the senior guy that's crushing, that's like following all the football and baseball teams right yeah. now is leaving. Nobody wants to do- Perfect fit. Sports, you should come here. Yeah. So I did that for a while, and then I took this fucking class junior or, yeah, sophomore year, second quarter, and I was, like, failing journalism. Yeah. As a journalism major. Yeah. <laughs> and I was, like, the guy next to me was this fucking dumbass football player, and he was getting an A. And it was so infuriating that I fucking quit journalism because of that class. It was like so egregiously apparent something was off. It was like so, it was soul crushing. It's like the best way to say it. Like it literally hurt inside that I, this lady didn't think I was good. She, she fucked you out of the program. Pretty much. That's, that's harsh, man. That's a sad story. It was not that did, that. did that kill your journalism dreams? I mean, not really. I mean, I what I wanted to be really was like a columnist. Like yeah. I, I wanted to put I, my. I had that. I had that. I had yeah. That itch. I just, I just like sports, and sure. like I played a little bit in in high school. I was, well, I didn't play. I was on a crew team, but I was good. You did crew. I did crew. Oh wow. Yeah. Did early mornings. Very early mornings. That's all. I, that's all. I, well, you guys had a river somewhere. We did have a yeah. <laughs> nope <laughs> land <laughs> land crew the worst. I've seen those land crew guys. <laughs> Nobody yeah, wins. It was on. This is in DC, so it was on the Potomac. Oh. It was actually really beautiful. Like we would row like past the fucking like Lincoln Memorial and. What times your alarm go off? Well, in high school, it was mostly like after school, but there would be like weeks leading up to big races like Stotesbury, where we would do like. I mean, I was probably like waking up at four thirty, there by five. Th- yeah, but that was like not normal. That was like a couple weeks we do the early. Well, I picture crew. I picture yeah. sunrise. I picture like crack of dawn. Yeah, it's like the guy throwing newspapers out his window and you guys. But it's also like y- yes, but it's also not like you show up and you can immediately like you show up and then you got to like get the boat off the rack and fucking get you like, get down. There's a line of boats trying to get in the water, so it's you get there. And by the time you're on the water, the sun's up. But, like, you're in the dark. I bet there's some, like, 3 a.m. starts with this shit. 
Maybe not 3 a.m. 2? 2 a.m.? No. <laughs> what are you saying? No, it's not 3 a.m. starts. Yeah, if you are if you just dumped a hooker in the fucking Potomac, then yeah, you get a, you get a 2 a.m. start. <laughs> I, I, I picture crew guys, they're up at 2, 3 a.m. They're eating like steak and eggs. Yeah. Fucking protein and up. And then they got to, they, like you said, they got to get the boat off the, the rack. Well, well, let me look. Well, look, you're not wrong. If you're like an Olympic crew guy. Like lobster fisherman hours. Yeah, sure. If, yeah. You're, if you're like trying to win Amer- like medals for America, yes. Yeah. If you're like a five foot eight fat high schooler like me, you, we were not pushing ourselves to that level. See, all right. You're helping me because I was originally picturing you like trying to achieve... Yeah. Some Olympian status here. Like, you guys were trying to place to get into the Olympics. We were we were the worst. Uh, my high school was the worst crew team of all the teams we raced. This is... this. We is, lost every race dead last until my senior year. This is a feature comedy that should be written. By me. Yeah, it's like Animal House meets crew. <laughs> <laughs> Except not that cool. I mean, it was... Except not... But we were also like fucking losers. We were also dorks. <laughs> like, I think the teams that beat us also partied harder too. So it's maybe it's like nerds. It was like you know what it was is like the women's team was really good. I think the women's coach did a good job of getting athletes like women's athletes from other women's. They're fucking fifteen now that I'm looking back on it. But like the girls from high school that were doing other sports yeah. were like getting doing crew in the off season to stay in shape. But for the guys, they were, get, they were getting the guys who couldn't do other sports. Right, right, right. So, like, they were getting, like, like I was one of the better athletes on I, the team. And so, I was, like, I was in good shape. Like, I wasn't. But I'm also, like, for crew, you're supposed to be, like, tall, like long reach. Like, stringy, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the stroke of the boat as, like, a five foot eight. Is, it, is that a term, stroke of the boat? Yeah, like, the guy that set the... Tone for everybody. I've never heard that before, but I yeah. use it every day. Going well, stro- people, well, stroke the boat stroke sounds the boat, a lot bro. like. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of like comedic things that happened because we were pretty bad. Like we did a thing where we got in the boat once before a race and just somebody stepped in too hard, flipped the boat completely Canoe over. Style. Canoe yeah. style. But then we had to race like 10 seconds later with water in our boat. We were so, <laughs> dude, we, really? were, we were so fucking far. <laughs> this bu- goes in the script, dude. So, so one of, uh, one of my friends who I won't mention, but his mother was French and like, didn't he like had just come over to America. It was a Fr- French, 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 French. Yeah. And like, didn't really understand sports. <laughs> and so we were at this race at the Occoquan river in DC and we were so far behind the other boats in our race that when we came around the bend, she thought we were first in the next race. That's how far and, behind and that's, you were. Like literally like the other boats came a minute passes our boat comes by she's like these guys and are she's going go go first place and people are like shut the fuck up and like the audience just silently watched us <laughs> and she's the only one going bananas she's going bananas think, have you seen George there's a George Clooney movie out about crew no it's called it's like new it's like one of you remember when Monument Men came I, out I've it know was, that exists. I know nothing about it. So it was like a February release, January, okay. February release, as is this one. And it's called The Boys in the Boat. And I'm like, what a... That's maybe the worst name to anything. I Boys in the Boat? About a crew team? 
If you call it Boatin' Boys, I like would it be, that would Boatin be boys. Boatin' Boys. No, that's got a different... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Are you just trying to get people... <laughs> is it a comedy? It's not. It's like a... It's drama. No. Well, it's called The Boys and, and in it, the Boats. And, and like the flyer, the poster, it's like... it's Dawn is hitting them as they're stroking down. I think it's like the Charles. It's like... Yeah. Yeah. I can already give you a better name for the movie. Uh, what is... What, hit me. Even Keel. I like that. Now, even keels what you do in the boat when you try to make sure that it's not leaning off to one yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. But You're it's even. also like if you got if the lead, if the main character is trying to balance a lot of things in his life, you call the movie even keel. I like that. That's a, lot. a drama crew name movie. The d- the double entendre there. Yeah, yeah. Now, like now if you're doing a comedy, boat and boys. Boat and boys. <laughs> boat and boys. Comedy. Maybe maybe something like a little Skinamaxy, Boat and Boys. Yeah, Stroke the Boat. Stroke the Boat. Yeah. Stroke it. You ever fuck in a boat? Did I ever fuck in a boat? Did you ever, did you ever do anything sexual in a boat? Not in a crew. Uh, I mean, not in a crew boat. I'm trying to think. I might have. It's There's a possibility. <sighs> look, there's a possibility I've been blown in a rowboat. Sure. Or yeah. some sort I of like. I I've jerked off in a canoe. <laughs> oh, can- I know I've jerked off a, a canoe. canoe is a good thing because I'm like I've been in canoes and been drinking on the river before so th- there's a chance yeah exactly there's actually a ch- there's a there's a I'd say like a five to ten percent chance I've been jerked off in I a was canoe. a teenager growing up in the in the sticks we're in the woods yeah and then if you go fishing early in the morning or yeah I could see that now I'm 69 in a helicopter what does that get me is that real no. I was, you were going to be the coolest guy I've ever fucking met. <laughs> With the pilot. Very dangerous. I haven't had a lot of vehicle sex. My wife and I had vehicle sex uh, just over Christmas. Yeah. It was our first time. We've been married for... First 14, time vehicle sex 14 years 14 in? years. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. dude. And I was just like, Fuck it yeah. feels wrong we haven't checked this box. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good box. My parents have a lot of like woodsy property you can drive down. And then you're still, there was like some random guy just welding in the middle of the woods. Oh no. And so I'm like, I can still see that spark. Wait, you, you so got no random hillbillies everywhere in New Hampshire. I'm just going to say, yeah, I'm saying mid forest welding is fucking. Dude, it is like you're, I'm talking, you're in the woods. Imagine walking through the woods and there's a guy not wearing a mask or a visor yeah. or anything. He's just like taking the flash right to the iris. Oh, was he welding a woman to the fucking don't look, don't look, bro. <laughs> the less you see, the less you know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Mid-forest weld is Eyes tough. Eyes all cataracto. Yeah. Fuck it, yeah. Well, let's, not, let's not lose the script here or lose the plot. Yeah. You, you fucked your wife in, in the car. In a, a really nice new uh, Chevy pickup. Uh, one, one with the extended cab. So there was some space there. Oh, wait, extended cab. Oh, you mean like the part? Extended cab is the back. So what's the, no, the cab's the front. So there was a big back seat. Not, in not the, truck. the, not the, the, what do you call it? Like the bed no, of no, the no. truck. It was, okay. It was like December in New Hampshire. I might have, I, this is the you thing. I, I, I have such a bet. I might have, I was welding. <laughs> yeah. It was me. I was, uh, what's that noise? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, it's just, I have such a bad memory of like, it's just hard for me to, come in on a moment where I was having something sexual happen in a car, but I do feel... These are the only bookmarks in my life I have. Yeah. I forget everything else. But sexual stuff. (laughs) I remember one time, I remember one time, and it's funny, because like now you're just like, this would, you'd never get away with doing this. But I went fishing with my uncle who lives in Southern Virginia, Suffolk County. Sure. 
and we were riding back and it was like me, my cousin and two other kids. I can't remember. Maybe they were friends of my cousin, but we just rode in the bed of the truck on the highway. Oh yeah. That was a thing. Yeah. You know, like 75 miles an hour. My uncle probably eight did years old in the back. Soda. Like just dude, we did. All, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's how you got around in the late nineties, early two thousands. I mean, crazy. Do you remember having cars where like there was a seat facing out of the back seat pointing towards, do you remember those yes. like station wagons? Yeah, those were, those were fucking rad. I too. rocked those hard. Those were, those were <laughs> do you fucking like great. Traveling backwards like that. Like if yes. you're on a train, do you go backwards? I would, I would prefer to go backwards. Well, I can't handle that. I get sick. I like right seeing, away. I like seeing where I've been knowing oh. there's more to come. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like to know what's coming. That's why I go to movies. I'm like, don't tell me what's going to happen. Whoa. Did you see that Cardinal mailbox? There it goes. <laughs> I feel like you're I feel like you're more like Like when you're doing that And something Goes past You're like Whoa Look you, what just you happened are, Yeah cause it's coming from Right behind I kinda you li- I kinda like that feeling More than the I'm not a big anticipation guy See for me It's a motion sickness thing Yeah I get If I have Dramamine That's my fucking shit right well, there Well did you ever Are you a, where, You're from Boston Yeah Well New Hampshire did you ever, Okay Did you ever do uh, Which is more Boston Than Boston you Probably want, you want the thick Boston accent? Go to New Hampshire or Rhode Island because they want Boston. They want to be Boston so bad that yeah. they, that they they every day is goodwill hunting to them. Now, were you were you around uh, Montpelier? So that's Vermont. My wife's. <laughs> that's the only thing I know. My, my, <laughs> that's the capital of Vermont. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we all know that because it was a checks commercial or something. I just know because of a rap, uh, like a rap, state's capital rap. That you made or that? No, you no, heard? no, no. That's like it was like a rap. It okay. was just like when we were kids. We no, it sounds to like it. a good one. <laughs> what, was, what was fucking New Hampshire? I know Vermont, Mount Pelier, New Hampshire. Concord. 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 Not I wouldn't have gotten it. Concord. No, it didn't look it. I could yeah. see it. It just wasn't common. It was. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, that was, that was a, a nice save. Fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just give it to him, Matt. <laughs> we'll be here all night. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, Montpelier, my wife's from Rutland, Vermont, originally, and okay, yeah, that's like like a sad old mill town where just like everything shut down. There's plywood all over the mill buildings. Did the Rock come back to become mayor and then have to fight the mob that but opened up a casino? He only had a two by four, straight up. <laughs> yeah. you straight up walking tall it in yeah. your in our neighborhood. He only Simone in New England. Could <laughs> <laughs> be back home. <laughs> Sorry, sometimes I confuse rural Pennsylvania for the Hawaiian Islands. <laughs> this this is such a deep cut. Somebody's going to have to have watched Walking Tall and remember it. Which I'm going to go out on a limb and say. And so here's the thing. It's so funny. I, I don't mean to cut you off. All right, but please do. <laughs> just shut up. Listen, just yeah. listen. You got to hear it. Okay. The last time you were here. Wait, did we talk about this? Not, no. The last time you were here. And I, now I'm remembering that you were at my house because this conversation is what I kept from our you being on the podcast. Yeah. I love The Rock. And you can you like had such a compelling argument that you had been rocked out. Yeah. That I started to feel a little rocked I f- out. I fucked you up. You oh, kind of no. fucked me up on I'm rock stuff. Sorry. But it's organically come back around. Walking Tall is undeniably one of his best movies. You, top three, certainly. I'll, yeah. t- I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. So I went so salt on the rock 
I did not like him at all. I I used yeah. to love him, you know, like wrestling. And then like when Scorpion King, I was like, okay, this could be cool. Dude, Scorpion King. <laughs> that's like his worst movie. Yeah, but I was so excited <laughs> to see The Rock in a movie. I was there. I was front row packed theater. I was oh like, I don't God. care. I went alone. Uh, but like uh, he just went so like so mainstream, like McDonald's, Mickey Mouse, Coca-Cola, The Rock. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now I hear he's like doing an A24 movie and you piqued my interest. I, I look, uh, you got me out of the rock for about a month. Yeah, yeah. I fell right back in. What, what did it for you? What, what UFL. You back in? UFL. How do you I feel fuck, about it? I am fucking stoked. So haven't we been down this road with the XFL? But it now it's the XFL and the USFL. Yeah. I love that it's com- there's like an XFL division. It definitely sturdies up the backbone a little bit, for sure. Sturdies and, up the backbone. And the fact that the NFL seems to be supporting out of the gate. Well, this is the thing I want, man, is I just want fucking competition for the NFL. And like I know it's never going to compete, compete, but right. like there has to be something besides the NFL. So it's going to give you an option. It's going to give you... It's going to give them kind of like a farm system of sorts, yep. I feel like. And I think there's a lot of talent that takes a minute to develop. And sometimes kids aren't ready straight out of three, four years. Yeah. So I, there are a lot of, there are a lot of aspects I like, but I just don't know how entertaining it's going to be. I hope they, when is it? March? March, March 30th. March 30th. Oh, I'm fucking pumped on How it. many teams are there? I don't know. I know very little about it. Eight teams. Do you know the cities off the? Uh, probably, probably got one, right? No. It does. It's almost all East Coast, and then like Texas, and then there's uh, St. Louis because that St. Louis has like St. Louis. St. Louis. Well, I guess there's a hole to fill there. St. Louis is perfect. Yeah. The Battle Hawks average like twenty five thousand a game. Like it's like a legit. And like since losing the Rams, that you've got a lot of football fans. Okay, they they literally play in Edward James. Makes all the sense. They play in the old Rams stadium. And, like, you watch games, it's like the whole lower bowl is filled and people are fucking face-painted. They're the, they're the most popular team in the, in all right. the whole thing. UFL cities. I, I, let me see if I can get them. I think I can get all, all right, of them. All right, all right, hang on, hang on. You're, um, also, you're also breaking a podcast rule, but I'm going to allow it because oh, it's a football quiz. Yeah, there's no, there's no phones. I wouldn't the, allow it on my podcast. Uh, I don't but, even have one. <laughs> you're just, I just think, I, I think it's, it's rude, isn't it? Test me on this, but then after that, we, we, we put it away. Uh, UFL cities, right? Oh no, United Football. Fuck. UFL. UFL. I can give you the cities. I don't even need it. For real. I, I can count them. St. Louis, DC. Okay, here we go. Yeah. You got them. Yeah. You're looking. There's St. Louis. There's DC, Arlington, Houston. Arlington, yeah. Birmingham. Wow. Yep. Pittsburgh Maulers. Uh, no. So St. Louis and DC, right? St. Louis, DC. You said Arlington. Arlington. You said Houston. Houston. Okay, so then I said Bur- three. I, I said Birmingham. Uh, yes, Birmingham. Birmingham Stallions. So there's three others. All right. Well, just tell me because this is a horrible thing to do <laughs> on a podcast. San Antonio, Detroit, <laughs> and Memphis. All right. Yeah, Memphis Showboats, uh, Michigan Panthers. Oh, so they're attacking like the South Middle America. Yeah, yeah. Smart. 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 I'm telling you, I think UFL, this is the, I'm not saying it's going to work. It's the best chance that they're ever going to get something to work. Do you know coaches or anything? Yeah. Decent coaches? Fun coaches. Okay. I guess. It's like, they like, you know, they're wheeling out Wade Phillips and shit like that. Really? I think Wade Phillips might be there. Interesting. He That's was, a, at least he I'm was there. I'm surprised he's still alive. 
He's doing all right. Is he really? Bob Stoops. I don't think I've ever looked at Bob Wade Stoops. Phillips and thought, you're doing all right. He's going to make it. <laughs> yeah. not, not a lot of old fat guys, not a lot of old tall guys. It's a fact, right? Yeah. It's, it's like human beings are like any other animal. The bigger versions, they go quicker. Yeah. yeah. It's too easy to hunt. Yeah, hunt. That heart can only, that ticker can only take so much. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> my buddy is, uh, my buddy's very tall. He's like six foot eight. That's huge. Yeah. And skinny or? Skinny too. And when I talk to him, I'll be like, you know, he's, uh, you know, I, he's got a job now and he's like planning for retirement. He's like, well, I'm going to be fucking dead when I'm 62. I'm does, like, does he drive a regular car? Yeah. Yeah. He's can't see him in a I, I think I think he might be six seven. He's like right at he's and he said it once very well. He's like, there's a height that you get to where you become nasty tall. Not like nasty fun. No, like gross. Nasty gross. Oh, for sure. And that height is when you have to bend into a six foot eight door frame. And is he that? No. He's so he's actually not. He's probably six, seven and a half. Because so, he, he <laughs> can just walk normally into rooms yeah yeah but he's like if i was a half inch taller he'd have to do that do you ever see the movie it follows i can't stand that shit really i can't fucking stand that shit i think that's one of the best movies I've i can't ever do seen. i can't do i don't like horror it lives with me i think it's real it is real and no no shut up <laughs> i hate it ghosts hate and shit you don't like that ghosts yeah yeah like the movie ghosts no like ghosts no, I don't really like ghosts. Do you believe in ghosts? Let's talk about the movie Ghost for a while. Yeah, There's a scene that. in the movie Ghost yeah. where he drags somebody into hell at the very end. A great scene. I don't like that stuff. Oh, it's the stuff that that's gets the me off. That's the <laughs> moment I remember from Ghost. It's not the fucking clay. The guy it's who found the, the glass, right? Well, the bad, then, he's a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they took his soul to hell. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. That's, I hate that stuff. I can't. I don't like you human. You don't like scary. I don't like scary. I don't like human suffering. It's tough. Like, and like I, the ones I can get into, like my wife made me watch, uh, is an A24 movie. It's the one where, uh, uh, that like the, uh, an evil soul is looking for a body to come into and eventually comes into like a hereditary hereditary. So here's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like the greatest movie you'll ever see, it's like, I'll take the greatest of anything. Sure. I'll watch it once. It was amazing. I didn't sleep. You did, for you did like it. Uh, yes, I, I, would, I can appreciate the fuck out of it. Sure. I would never watch it again. And then I remember my wife being like, do you want to watch Midsummer? It's the same director. I saw three. I was like, turn it the fuck off. See, I thought that was the most boring movie I've ever seen. Here's the thing. I just, I can't, I can't enjoy people dying. I, when I was a kid, my mom used to say that when we should put on movies, I would go, does somebody die in it? And she'd have to go, somebody dies. I go, I don't want to watch it. Interesting. And it still follows you. Not really. I can watch people die. I mean, I'll watch. I mean, yeah, you can fucking just, I'll watch. I'll watch I can watch people like comically die. Like I can enjoy bad boys when they're driving their fucking car <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. through a Michael shanty Bay town. Deaths and shit. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah, like yeah, just yeah. buildings falling and like Captain America being like, "Oops." Yeah, yeah. That kind of shit. Funny. Fine. Yeah. I'll take that. But like just watching someone get stabbed and just. Uh, you know what I can't handle is um like. This is a bad, bad way to say Like unfaithfulness or like uh, people cheating on each other fucks my head up. Like the movie like, Unfaithful? Like, like Gone Girl or messes me up. Ooh. I gotta let the, I'm gonna let the dog out real quick. Yeah, yeah. Um, I fucking love Gone Girl. It's great. I, I can appreciate it like yeah. you appreciate Hereditary. Yeah, see, I'm actually more into that. Like, I could definitely enjoy, let me talk to you. So they can, we can capture this 
for the good people. Um, I'm actually much more up for like a good mind fuck movie. See, I like a mind fuck like too, Memento, but or something. people are actually fucking and, and and like being devious behind each other's back. Bothers me. That might be some childhood stuff. Oh, it is. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I don't like you know I don't like. Um, there's a the movie The Lobster. Sure, you know, yeah, but that's I like, like that. It's like that style of movie where like someone. Psychological. It's not psycho. It's it, what it is. It's it's like the ironic indifference to human suffering makes me fucking furious. Like that's the kind of movie where like someone will like fall out of a window and be like <clears throat> like slowly dying, and the person three feet away goes like, hmm. "Tea, please." A little fucking violin, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I'm like. Fucking kill me! I'd rather die than watch the rest of this horseshit. I can't stand that. Oh man! And it's like that new movie, Poor Things, is like that. I can't wait to see that. Oh god! I can't wait. Did you watch Saltburn yet? No. So that did, did, you won't enjoy that. I don't of course, I won't. No, I, mean, I I didn't enjoy it. I did find it entertaining, but it's like fuck. I was home. Yeah. My mom and my stepdad were watching it. And I just saw like a naked guy dancing around a room to a, a fucking, I think it was a Bowie song or something. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I just walked right. I was Slinging like, no, sausage. No, thanks. My wife's like, my wife's like, oh, I think that's uncircumcised. I'm like, yeah, I'm looking at it too. This, this is what, this is what I, I'll say this and be, I don't know what it is in my childhood that makes me hate it, but maybe I just don't like it. It's just not my thing. Like, I think it's like the easiest art to make that style of like, Ooh, it's weird, and it ooh, what it's all. I think they were with that specific movie. I think they were so concerned about being titillizing that premise slipped a little bit. It all feels that way to me. My wife, uh, the the menu. My wife and me watched the menu. See, I enjoyed that. Of course, you did. Yeah. It's shit. Yeah. <laughs> I do like a lot of garbage. It's shit. I do. Fill me with the happy meal. I am. I. I I'm pretty diverse when it comes to. Movie, music, all, all that shit. I'm like yeah. a sewer grate. It all flows through me. Yeah. You know? I mean, look, my, my dad was in the army. I'm comforted by 90s military dramas. Sure. You throw on a Courage Under Fire. Oh, I bet Major Payne, your house was in an uh, Dude, yeah. you just fucking... Yeah. I tried to show it to my wife... Who, who watched it, up, it? You would have thought my wife, if you were just looking at her reaction to Major Pain, yeah. you would have thought I put on fucking Human Centipede. Like, she <laughs> couldn't believe. Yeah. She's like, you're, this is pure child abuse. And I'm like, this is my, this is my childhood. Like, this is a military father. This is like exactly. I know one of the kids who was in, uh, who was in Major Pain. Which kid? Uh, Andrew Leeds. Uh, he had like black hair. Do you remember which character he was? I, I don't or? remember his character name, but he's a groundling. And he's since been on, like, Barry, and he did, like, I know him. Deep. He plays the... He plays the... He, uh, he was he, Winkler's he, son. Yes. And, I, yeah, and yeah. So in, in good the, dude. Good, he, good dude. That's good. Funny I'm glad. Funny dude, yeah. In the movie, he plays, like, a... He's, like, a brown noser. Yes. Yeah. Wait, in the movie... Oh, and Major Payne? I don't remember. In Major Payne, he pays the brown noser. Halfway through, he leaves to go to the rival school, and then he trips Alex Stone during the marathon run, and then they go, beat, they go beat the fuck out of him. <laughs> I don't remember. I can even, if I think hard enough, I can remember his character name, too, but I don't want to. Yeah, so, you, I mean, that was... It might be Dotson. It doesn't matter. It, you, what about Blank Man? Did you ever do Blank Man back in the day? I saw Blank Man. I don't know if it was like a family movie. We were big Blank Man. Oh, Major Pain was a family movie. Ma Major Pain was like a fucking. What about Major Dad? 
Never saw Major Dad. ABC Monday nights. No TV show. It was yeah. I can picture the ad for it. It was like a family of women, and this and the stepdad was like a sergeant or something. Yeah, yeah. I think we were a big like. uh, We definitely did uh, uh, fucking Family Matters. Uh, step by step, like all that, like TGI Friday stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, and then we also were pretty big on Nickelodeon. I would say for sure, Snick, Rugrats, Doug, yeah. all the animated. Are you stuff. afraid of the dark? Oh, that was not. Are for you, you afraid of the dark? Fucking ruled. Oh, you like that? Like that? Wow, dude, what happened? But between that's, but, but, are you afraid of the dark? But, but, and how many times are you watching a kid get run through with a fucking? At least three times that episode. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. and that's more. Zemo the clown. You remember that episode? I don't remember that one. <sighs> Messed me up. I thought what I liked about Are You Afraid of the Dark was like it was more like like mentally stimulating. As a kid, yeah. it was more mentally stimulating for sure. Like there, it, there was some I, good writing. It's there. a different. It's it's the horror element of it. I can't fucking handle. The human suffering part. All right, all right. How do you deal with Halloween? Like the movie Halloween? Or no, no, no. The, the holiday. Do you embrace it? Do you like get excited for it? I don't know if I get excited for it now. I'm in 30. I don't, we don't do like costumes really. Unless my oh. wife wants. My uh, wife insists on high couples on costumes. Number, my favorite holiday. Yeah? I love it. More than Thanksgiving. More than all of them. More Thanks, than Christmas. Thanksgiving is easily. The best? The best holiday. I mean. There's football. There's great food. I don't think it has very good food at all. I am not a fan. Of, yeah. What are you? What are you? I am not a fan of Thanksgiving mm. cuisine. Okay. This is uh, get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> what are uh, you? Let's saying? go through it. Let's go through it. I don't think it's that fucking crazy. So turkey is the most boring, dry ass meat. Dark turkey. Ain't gonna save it. It's yeah. not that good. But it's you also, good for turkey sandwiches afterward, sure. But you cover that in mayonnaise. You could also do ham. Nobody does ham. You could, yeah, you can. Or maybe you do one of each. But the turkey is when you think Thanksgiving. Yeah. The entree is turkey, right? Yeah, but you remember, you're not just eating the turkey meat. You're putting delicious gravy on top of so it. So I'm not that much of a gravy guy. Not that much of a gravy guy. I don't like gravy. I, I I don't know about uh, like hollandaise sauce. I don't like gravies of any kind. What what about a cranberry sauce? Eh, take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. Take it or leave cranberry sauce? Yeah, and I don't care if it's like the real stuff or the canned. Eh. Oh, man. Uh, Stuffing? Eh, I feel the same way. Not a big fan. Mashed potatoes? My least favorite way to eat a potato. Yeah. How do you feel about mashed potatoes? Not a big mashed potatoes guy. But remember, on Thanksgiving, we're eating sweet potatoes with marshmallows on top. We never did that in my house. See, that might have turned you. And my favorite food, I I don't like cake. I like pie. Pumpkin pie, apple pie, my two favorites. See, it's interesting when people say it to me. Yeah. Because I love cake and pie. I love sugar. Yeah. Yeah. That's my addiction, by the way. Sugar? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm like, it's... What's your sweet tooth want? what's, what's What's the Achilles? Candy. Like 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 Snickers or like like no shit? like the like word like patch? fucking like stuff that makes your dick not work when you're fifty <laughs> sour you, patch kids red, red number five yeah I mean yeah exactly yeah. like fucking Starburst Mike jelly beans Mike and Ike's <laughs> yeah. the sour mix lemon heads oh god yeah man stuff you that, like that shit like when I eat I'll, the morning you go ooh like that fucking fills a void in me how about this. So I think not a lot, not a lot of guys organically on their own like dark chocolate. 
I think they all go milk chocolate out of the gate. A lot of dudes. I think women go dark chocolate typically. Yeah. More often than men. I never liked dark chocolate. And then my wife's big on it. And now I can't touch milk. I feel like I stay away from chocolate for like homophobia reasons like homophobia i feel like it's like one of the gayer sweet tooths chocolate <laughs> yes so decadent chocolate's my favorite oh, you just use the word decadent if, you're only making my point if, if, more. If, dude if, if you give me a chocolate bar i guess chocolate bars are in the shape of a dick a little bit yeah Look, Snickers I, I, I look, it doesn't get more phallic than a Snickers. By the way, I'm not justifying this. This is something I'd like to move on in my life. I don't want to live a homophobic life until I'm dead. You I want eat more chocolate. Uh, well, I, I will, and yeah. then I'll find myself like eating it, being like wanting to say, this is just scrumptious, and then I'm like, I can't let myself do it. Like a ganache? I'll get down on a ganache. I don't even know what a ganache is. It's like a, it's like a moussey kind of thing. Chocolate mousse? Nah, not a chocolate mousse. I just don't I like. I think you could be. I see the twinkle in your. I eye. got. I got my wife chocolates the other day at C's Candy. Oh, it's good. You ever candy. hit C's yeah, Candy? Yeah, quality. All gluten free. I have celiac, so it's a good. I didn't even realize that. Hmm. Like they had licorice there. I was like, so oh. you not eat pasta? I can eat gluten free pasta. Uh, I've had it. You can. There are ones that aren't bad. I know. I've but tr- like, I mean, I, I've found it's yeah. I mean, look, I'll say this. My wife is uh, from New York. She's a Italian pizza snob. And even her, like, we'll go to pasta places and she'll get gluten-free just to, like, make yeah. it easy on me. And she'll go, this is actually, it would be hard to tell the difference. She's a New Yorker? She's a New Yorker. So did she struggle to find pizza out here in L.A. that she liked? I don't say she struggled. She just hasn't found it. She still hasn't found no, it. No, and when she does, like, we'll go to places that people are like, this is. Yeah, yeah. This is New York and L.A. And she'll go and be like, mm. Did she try prime pizza out in Burbank? I don't or maybe know. it's Tulica Lake? Dude, I'm going to talk to her on the way out, man. That's the best pizza in L.A. as far as yeah. I'm concerned. We like uh, the one that she likes the most that we found is Ghost Pizza. Had it? It's Ghost Pizza is not bad. Uh, and no they, do, they also do one of the best gluten-freeze, which is... They we're, do we're good gonna, sandwiches. They do a lot of... Yeah, yeah Ghost is Ghost nice. Ghost is good. Across from the high school there. You know, Ghost is a great example. We got They're some your sponsor, aren't they? Ghost Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> Let's set this fucking shit up, Ghost. So I had sponsors. I, have, I don't have any right now, but I did have sponsors for a little bit. I should try to get places I actually go to to Hell sponsor yeah, the podcast. So I, so I had a great customer service experience at Ghost. Oh. And that is what set us down the path of like this becoming our spot. Tell me about it. COVID. It's right when the L.A. I shut- like any place that gives me COVID as yeah. well. <laughs> so whatever. Like L.A. shuts, LA shuts everything down. Yeah. Um, so it's like the first week of that. Uh, me and my wife had just moved into an apartment and there was a ghost pizza right across the way. We ordered it. We were also like, it was like a rough, we were having stuff going on outside of. Sure. Life was hard. Life was hard at the time. Yeah. Outside of fucking the world. COVID. A lot of weight. Order from ghost pizza. Uh, they deliver the pizza and it's the wrong fucking pie. Okay. I can't remember what was fucked up about it, but it was like. Something where neither one of us could eat it. It was just an unnecessary another kick in the nuts. Yeah, something yeah. of just like, oh, fuck. And I did something I never do. I never fucking complain. I'm like, I, we just won't go there. I don't, I'm not going to shit, shit on people on Yelp. Yeah. But instead, I went to the website of Ghost Pizza, just typed in info, info at ghostpizza.com, and was like, hey, we tried your spot. You delivered the wrong pizza. A little disappointing. Just wanted to let you know. Hopefully, you guys can get it fixed. You type this out. Yeah, send an email. Oh, it takes a little bit of effort. Just send it. Yeah. Five minutes later, I get a response from the owner being like, where do you live? 
I'll give him the address, new pizza in 15 minutes, and then a second pizza for free as an apology. And we were like... How is this up? It was great. But, it, <laughs> but I think every bite of ghost pizza from that first experience, a there's bit. a little bit of like, these guys fucking treat, treating us right. They're trying. And it'll, of course, like every great place. I remember when Panera used to be like that. I remember it, that It'll too. hit the fucking, and start to go down. They'll get too big. Yep. There's already multiple ghost pizzas, so maybe that's already started See, to happen. It's funny. I only knew of the one on Melrose. No, but now there's one out in Burbank, not far from here. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, we still we still hit it up. It's still good, hmm. but there's gonna be a time we walk in there and the lady at the front just doesn't give a fuck and the pizza sucks and we'll be like, all right, yeah. I'm not kidding about Panera. Panera used to be like the friendly neighborhood bakery. Dude, <laughs> like, I remember rolling up in there getting the best bowl of broccoli cheddar soup in a bread bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was legit, dude. Yeah, I went and on dates there. Now it's just fucking chemical fucking waste. Dude. I sucks. took dates there. Yeah. In fucking college, you bet your ass, and, and guess felt what? good. You, yeah, you didn't look like a chump. I closed, yeah. Closed, Yo, I, I closed, closed. I closed on that broccoli cheddar. You bet your fucking ass, dude. Those pressed paninis. Yeah. That's the only thing I was that like, was getting if, pressed. If I, did, <laughs> if I knew we were fucking, I tried to eat something light. I'd be like, you, exactly. You put a broth in that bread bowl. Yeah, I'm gonna need my roll. agility. Yeah. <laughs> dude, I fucking loved uh, Panera. Uh, still. No, not now. No, no, no. I, no. I, no. You go in now, if, you, if, if you order a salad at Panera now, it's a 50-50. They will forget to put the lettuce in. <laughs> like, it's a fucking joke. Rubbish. Now. Rubbish. The worst. Yeah. The worst. Yeah. I don't do Chipotle anymore, which is a bummer. Well, I don't agree with you there. Yeah, dude. They, I it, could eat Chipotle every fucking day. I was living that life once. It yeah. was good. I, I feel like they skimp on their... They, so you used to go, and it was almost like getting two meals, even though I'd eat it all in one sitting. But, like, I, the portions were huge, and lately I feel like they've been getting smaller, and things taste saltier. Which Chipotle are you heading to? Uh, Sunset. You gotta get, you gotta hit up this North Hollywood Chipotle over here. They're so they're, they're fucking they're going ape shit on the portions over there. Really? They fucking pack that <laughs> right, they pack still, that bowl out. Still, I'm telling you, man, it's like a fucking suitcase. <laughs> they, well, it sounds like they still remember. I'm telling you that it's it's old school glory days Chipotle at North Hollywood on uh, Here's on Victory. The old Matt Dan conspiracy theory on Chipotle. Okay, yeah. I think when TikTok hit, everybody came out with their Chipotle hacks. And then Chipotle got savvy, and they started saying, yeah. hey, look at we're getting ripped off here. Cut back on the portions. Load that shit up with some sodium. Fucking slop the pigs. Yeah, but you know, yeah. let, me, let me tell you what you can do at Chipotle. This isn't even a hack. Please. When they, if they do go to give you a small portion, just yeah. go, can you give me a little bit more? Nobody asked that. <laughs> Nobody ever asked that. Oh, you blew my I'll, mind. Like, like I'll literally go like, "Can you give me a little bit?" I'll go. More? I'll go. Hey, I. It's such I'll go, an earnest way to I'll say. I'll go. It hey, too. I know you're doing your job, but can you give me as much of that as you're allowed to give me for one serving? Have you said that? Yes. Would you say that the line's packed like a, a noon line? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I had to wait in the line just like these douchebags behind me. Can you give me a little bit more of that? <laughs> so I'm sitting here shoveling it in. Yeah. And you just go ahead. Well, already that's a ton of food. Is I that know, one dude, thing? That's a lot yeah, of rice. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you're already. <laughs> no, I would just go. I would just if if like because I'll tell you when I go to Chipotle, I do a burrito bowl, sure. and I do half shredded lettuce from the other side, 
half white rice what mixed up. Half shredded lettuce from the other Because if you do a burrito bowl, they'll go salad or rice, lettuce or rice. I go, I want both, and I want the shredded lettuce, not the whole chunks of lettuce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have them walk down to the end, put a bed of lettuce, <laughs> yeah. white rice on top of that. On top of the lettuce. Yes. And no matter how much rice they put on, I go, would you mind giving me a little bit more rice? That just sets the tone. <laughs> tone setter. I get it. I get it. Tone setter. I get it. And, they, they, and I've had this. them look at me, and I you just hold the gaze. If you could, and they've never not done it. But you, they'll always the go a little you, bit extra. So one, you're a salesman. Yes. And yeah, yes. And, and two, when you lock eyes, there's a little, little bit of an intensity there. <laughs> yes. You know what I'm talking about, bro. You you, you stare at that face when you're brushing your so teeth. So when I do <laughs> when I do remote sales, yeah. If I can get somebody to turn on their video, I'm like, you're buying this shit. Oh, really? If I can see you, you're buying it. Wow. Have you always had this ability or is it something yeah, you Yeah, I sold timeshare back in the day. Oh, so you've always been in sales. No, I mean, I, in and out of it. Like, I just, I, I've just fallen into jobs. Like, I never cared about my day job since I was, ever, ever. I've never cared. I've always had creative pursuits outside of that sure yeah so the job's just been like oh my friend's working somewhere can you get me a job there i'll work there for a year right. but when i was doing timeshare i was something called off property contact which meant i would try to like get people into the tours right that's all like slight manipulation of social norms to get people to do something you want See, it's, it's little fucking things like and you enjoy that right Enjoy. I, I think about it when I'm having sex. It's the fucking I'd be best exhausted, thing. Exhausted. Exhausted. So, There's a lot of mental gymnastics. Let me let me give you an example. Give me. Okay, so I'm not going to use your phone, yeah. but pretend this is a brochure. Okay. So we used to do trade shows. Uh, so I would stand at the corner of a rug or the carpet. People you guys are, are all lined up. Everybody's lined up. There's yeah, you know the booze on both sides, yeah. and someone's walking out, and I would just go. You're a guy walking by. I go. Oh, hey, man, did you grab this? Just hold out the brochure to him. And as soon as they go to grab it, I would just walk them into the booth. Oh, oh, you pull, wouldn't let it go? I would just not let it go and pull them in. Now, that sounds insane. <laughs> yeah. You'd think any normal person would just let go of the brochure. Sure. They would fucking Follow walk you in. right in. Were you taught this or was this Yeah, this, this old, this meth head that I worked with. This is real. This is real. Okay. Uh, this this guy that did math and was kind of crazy. He he was like he was missing teeth and shit. He would go, Eric, you gotta go fishing for him. You gotta <laughs> fish for him out there. And he and he would do it like even worse. Like he would be like he would you'd grab and he would like walk them in and they would fuck it. They would still do it. But he was so fucking disgusting. He's like an ugly puppy. Like, sure. so ugly it becomes endearing. Yes, yes. But he taught me that. And I remember being like, that, that will never work. I'm never going to do that. And then half, half a day into bombing sure. at a trade show, I try it once, pull him in, close the sale. First time you tried it. Yep. And then I, I, I got so good they made me like the manager of all East Coast trade Shows just because you were able to tow people around by a pamphlet. It's that, but then there's ten other things you do like that throughout the throughout the thing. Just they're like little ninja moves. I'll tell you one: you yeah. make them hold the credit card machine. To elaborate on this. So there's a machine they got to run their card with. Right, right the little handheld. So thing. yeah, so I'm looking. I'm go yeah. So uh, anyway, could you just grab this for a second. Just make them hold the machine, and I would pull out the form and start talking, and just make them hold it like that while I'm talking to them. <laughs> really? 
They're just holding just, this these block. Little, these little <laughs> things that you do, it's taking But a, this is telling the brand, like, I'm buying something now. You, you're getting them to agree... <laughs> I sound like a fucking rapist. This is true. You're, what you're getting them to do is agree to things without realizing they're agreeing to them. You're getting them to say yes to you over and over and over again in slightly growing ways until eventually you get to the, yeah, yeah, so just uh, I'll grab the credit card now and we'll get this thing set up. This sounds a lot like how my wife went from a good friend to dating, like she just wound up in my apartment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so one day you wake up, you're like, "What the? F- when did yeah. when did the wedding happen?" Yeah. No, it it really is like it's just paying a little bit more attention to social cues. Interesting. There's actually there's a thing you can't find. I've talked about it so many fucking times in the podcast, but you can't even find this anymore. They've taken it off the air because it's so fucking immoral. But there was this thing called the push on Netflix. It was this guy Darren Brown's like a. I know what this is. Okay. Yeah. Where they get him to. Kill someone. Yeah, yeah. Or think they're killing someone. Yeah, this was a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's that. When we're watching it, my wife's like, this is terrible. And I'm watching it like, this is how I got people into timeshares for two years. Just these little moves. If they'll say yes to this, they'll say yes to this, and then this, and then you'll get their credit card. Eventually, you're not And I'm getting someone to give me (laughs) $3,000 10 minutes after meeting me. In a fucking auditorium at the Javits Center in New York. That you just, you, you, you just. That I caught, I pulled in with a fucking brochure. A worthless brochure. That's wild. Yeah. The little candy bins, little things you do with candy. What's the thing with the candy? I feel like, I, I feel like I'm learning a lot here. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's, give, a, it's a, it's a, last a, one. What's, what's the, give me the candy. You give a piece of. <laughs> We're bringing a full circle with the candy here. <laughs> no, you, you give a piece of. You pi- you give a piece of candy to their kids, and then you, when the kids eat it, you go like, "Oh, that's a nice thing you did for them." Like they, <laughs> you, you did look that. at the dad, and you're like, "That's a nice thing you did for them." I'm glad. I'm glad we got to get them uh, some sweets. And it's putting his brain in a place like this guy thinks I'm a good dad. Yeah, 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 yep. Yeah. Wow. You use that, or you make them think they're a bad dad. If they're not going to do, it, you go like, "Hey, man, were you guys excited?" Turn a dude. The da- I would get because the dads aren't the deciders. Sure. The moms are the deciders. Yeah, yeah. But if you can get the dad like really pumped up about it, he might come back after the mom walks away and buy it as a fucking surprise, mm. which I had a lot of. Sure. Or if you get I the, buy a lot of things with my without my wife knowing. Yeah. If, if they got a yeah. if they, if they got a good relationship and you can make the dad feel like shit, the wife will buy it to spare her husband feeling emasculated. Yeah. yeah. It's this is like evil shit. Oh, I love but it. But all of this stuff, if I love. If the lo- apocalypse ever happens, you'll like be our president. May, maybe. Yeah. I, maybe. I, the the thing I like about my sales job now is I actually, I actually like what I'm selling. So I'm still using some of those like little manipulation tricks, but I feel like it's helping. Timeshare, you can make an argument, is really a bad thing. Yeah, you could. Like yeah. some people, it's good, but for most people, they're trying to get out of it in a couple of years. But you're yeah. helping businesses here. Yeah, I, I've, yeah, I sold it to my own family. Like my <clears throat> my brother in law is a GC, and like I sold him. I don't want to say where I'm working, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't do that to you. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, cool. It's. I always feel like a creep talking about it. Do you? I, I think that's that's living in you a little bit. Like, it's just how it depends how you spend the narrative. Here's the thing: it's it, it's a skill like anything else is a skill. Like sales is a skill, and you can definitely learn shit. But there's a part of it that's innate. Yeah. And like 
I'm somebody who gets my energy out of interactions with people. Like if I'm at a party and talking for five hours and just buzzing around from group to group, I'm like, I'll do fucking push-ups at one o'clock in the morning. Like I'm jazz. I'm not tired from doing that. So like that constant. I would wipe me out in 10 minutes. You're more of an introverted person probably. Uh, I don't know. It depends the group. You That's know the I definition mean? of introverted though, what you just Is said. Is it? Yes. I thought introvert was just like you like kicking it by yourself. No, that that's like a, a that's like a simplification of it. Like the real thing between, between introverted and extroverted is whether or not you get energy from social situations. Like an extroverted person, if they're interacting with a bunch of people, comes out feeling more energized. Well, you know what's funny is I enjoyed socializing a lot more when I drank, and since yeah. I stopped drinking, I'm just like, hey, I don't have the energy for you guys. So maybe the booze was like helping me get through that. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, look, it's a it's a Drugs have a purpose at some level before you abuse them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I when, mean, did, I'm when, still, I'm when, so, when did you cut it out? Uh, about a year and a half ago. How's that going? Good. Yeah. Like the best any like stuff's ever gone for me. That's awesome. Yeah. That's yeah. not an easy thing to do if you're uh, addicted to it. No, there was like a there was like an eight month hurdle there. Like, uh, and then once you get over that, you start seeing the way things are changing for the positive. And it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm not looking back in the rear view. I mean, were you full, like, sucking dicks in alleys drunk, or were you getting close, or? I was, like, uh, bad attitude. My wife saw the worst of me. Uh, fucking passing out on sidewalks, like, right in front of my apartment building, because at first I think it's funny, so I lay on the sidewalk, and I'm taking a, tick, uh, a, a Snapchat to send my buddies. Yeah. And then, like, I send it out, and I'm like, hey, that was great, and now I'm sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here's, the, here's the thing, man. In fairness to you, it is funny. Right, but, right, right. but I can see how it stops being funny, too. My wife's, like, helping me up, and I was, she's like, dude, like, this is the second time this week. I was like, sorry, I was sending a Snapchat, and she's like, Dude, you're 38. No more Snapchats. No more Snapchats. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What how do you, what, what so do you do Snapchats? No. Do you do TikTok? Yes. Do you hate it? I don't even look at it. I post my fucking shitty clip and yeah. I have I've never I don't think I follow anybody on TikTok. Maybe I do. It's it's I, but I like I'm it's not raw sewage, dude. I would never scroll. I do a little bit of scrolling on Instagram. Yeah. Don't scroll on Facebook. I, I'm i literally like on social media to post my fucking videos. And that's it. And that's oh, it. Oh, that's a really healthy way to utilize. I think so. Yeah. I, th I think so. I mean, I'm still on my phone like fucking six hours a day. I mean, I'd love that to be smaller, but. I, I, I like I like watching dogs. I watch a lot of dogs. I watch a lot of. I, yeah. Since we got our guy, I've become a big pit bull video guy. Sure, sure. Yeah. I like all dogs. I like animals in general. I like nature stuff. Yeah. Animals. You know, I've been watching crocodiles. I like watching people eat lunch. You watch a, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's there's the a, thing? There's a trucker in Kentucky. Okay. I watch him eat lunch almost every day, and I don't know why. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, people. What do you mean there's a, tr there's a trucker you watch so eat people, lunch? So people, they're like mukbangs, right? And it's, it's people just eating. And they'll talk a little bit like, yeah, I'm taking uh, old Leroy, my truck out west. Yada yada, we're gonna hit Tucson and then we're gonna take it on back down to the 606 in Kentucky. And I'm just watching this guy eat bologna straight out of the package and deviled eggs. And I'm like, I don't know. How I, long, how long on these videos will it go with no talking and just eating? Two, three minutes for sure. And are you are you watching it intently or is it on in the background while you do other stuff? I'm watching it. 
I'm watching. <laughs> I'm watching this. Well, you're watching I'm this watching this dude eat What is happening? I don't, I'm watching <laughs> it. I don't know why. I watch this dude eat lunch, and he's like, he'll put fucking love this dude. He'll put hot sauce on. He makes bologna tacos. Yeah, he takes a slice of bologna and just loads shit in it, mm-hmm. and then he likes to put hot sauce on it. And he goes, he goes, calls it big boy ketchup. Yeah, yeah. My wife doesn't know who this is. Around the house, I've been like. Pass me that big boy ketchup. And she's like, the fuck is that? And I'm like, oh, that's what I'm calling hot sauce. I don't call it that. It's this trucker I watch eat lunch. You're, so you're, you're fucking joke stealing from... Not even joke stealing. Life stealing from a loser. Yeah. <laughs> that's how... Is, I'm not going to lie. I've heard a lot of sad things yeah, on this podcast. I've heard things. some people tell baloney. some real, spin some real sad yarns. I'm like a trucker. <laughs> borderline suicidal after you yeah, telling yeah. me this. <laughs> dude, fucking- you're suicidal, dude. I just want, I, I stare in the mirror, spit, and just think about punching it out and using the... <laughs> oh my God. I mean, look, I, I definitely put on stuff on YouTube to comfort me. Like in the background, yeah. But you're watching dogs and uh, but, nice but, but I shit. watch. I, there's other stuff I watch. That's what do you watch? You watch. What do you watch? You so, got truckers eating bologna. I'll put on. Uh, what am I watching lately? So I'll watch a lot of old college football games from the '90s. Like if I can, if I can find like. But I'm talking like yeah, but you're, that's like but that's I'm, like boring smart kid no, shit. No, 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 no. I'm, this isn't like this isn't like Alabama and the Peach Bowl. I'm watching like Fordham versus the Campbell Camels. <laughs> sure. There's 42 YouTube views. Like, I'm not like, saying there's like the camera sad goes about over it. and one of the coaches <laughs> picking their nose. Like I'll put on that. Like sure. meaningless college football games. That's on a lot. Uh, a lot of uh, what else have I been watching lately? Uh, a, lot of, so, a lot of black conservatives reacting to Ben Shapiro rapping. Like, <laughs> just like, I've come across those. They've come through my feed. Those That's reaction good. videos. I do like watch. I watch like there's these two. There's these two black dudes that get baked out of their mind and just watch YouTube. Uh, watch clips of comedians. Okay. And like their whole page, it's just them. They just watch like eight hours of Louis C.K. cut into ten minutes. Just laughing or. They don't laugh. They're stoned. So they're watching. They're going like. <laughs> like it. they're barely making a, a noise. I want to see. And the then they have like they me. have a commentary part at the end. But the commentary part is they go, yo, that was crazy. And then it cuts to the next video. That's like it. They, they have. They add nothing. How many followers do they have? Like fucking like hundred thousand, yeah, like so many more than I do. Yeah, yeah. But it, but it is fun. Like I, I don't know. There's something about like. As a comic, like I love, obviously, as a comic, like you, when you somebody's when you're crushing and you see people's faces, it's a good feeling. It's the it's the best feeling. It's, it's what feeling. we're addicted to. Yeah. So to see like someone, you know, I'll put on them obviously like doing clips of my favorite comics, mm-hmm. and just and like I'm just happy to see my comics making two people enjoy themselves. Sure. Like that feeling, it's like why I love doing comedy anyway. So it's like it's the beauty of that art. It's ex- exactly. You're literally watching the beauty of that art. And, like, I'm watching it being, like, maybe this bit, will, I, I'll know the bit that's coming up. I'm, like, they'll laugh at this. They won't just chuckle. This will make them laugh. Right. But they never laugh. The biggest thing they do is they'll fully close their eyes and bow out of screen. And that <laughs> will be, like, 
oh shit, they're cr- this guy's crushing. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the video ends, and they go, "That was." But that, he's that was silent great. when he when he when he buckles over. They're, they're, they're both silent laughers. I said this to me. I want. I want this. Yeah. I, I want to. I'll find room. I'll push baloney trucker over a little. Yeah. Bit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, my subscriptions on YouTube. Do you are, want me to send you some baloney? I don't ever. I'm sad that I know I it. I'm going to force feed you baloney. I'm gonna hit myself in the head with this bat. <laughs> Why do we have leave? these weapons here? <laughs> it's just they look cool. Uh, my dad gave me that for Christmas. Yeah, that's cool. Why is it here? It's <laughs> in case shit gets rough. <laughs> my dad gave me that for Christmas. Yeah, yeah my, sweet. Now, my dad's been gifting weapons lately, so. Oh, that we did that right before my dad got dementia. There was a lot of weapons going back and forth. Yeah. How's your dad's cognitive skills? <laughs> I think he's all right for now. All right, all right. I mean, it comes I don't know. right around Taser. <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, he's going to think you're his brother. I don't know, man. I think he's. I think he's just like. Look, we had a, we had to have a conversation last Christmas because he. I, I got a brother. Yeah. And my brother was getting these fucking great gifts, like these. Oh, wait, bet, you were like, getting burned. And and look, I'm fucking thirty. Yeah, exactly. I, like I'm sitting there at Christmas being hey, like, give me a comparison. What was your gift to his gift? Okay. <laughs> My brother got like a, a a saber, like a cavalry saber from the Civil War, with his name inscribed is he into that on kind it. Of shit? No, but my dad is. My dad gives presents for what he likes. Oh, uh, sure, I know which that is fun, which giver. is actually fine. I know like that gift giver, yeah. But here's the thing about my dad's gift giving: he doesn't care what you want. He's gonna get you what he thinks what he would and like to he give you. But in a world where, where like now my gifts are like, I just send my wife a fucking email like with the exact links. <laughs> sure. It's like, she might as well just give me a credit card to buy it. There's actually something nice to being like, I have no idea what's in this present. It's a little more personal. It's a little more personal. It's what they think you would like. And he misses, he's missed with me for like five years in a row until this tour. You carry the saber around forever now, but it reminds you of Pops. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, there was was a Christmas, two Christmases ago, where I got uh, two pairs of shoes that didn't fit. And my brother got that saber. Mom, dad, and then like, buy me clothes. And then everybody, like all the men in my family, like the men married to my sisters, all got these like beautiful bags, these travel bags. Okay. And like I travel way more than they do. You are a big traveler. I was the only one who has not gotten a. Tra- like I remember, like one of them got it. <laughs> you, you, one of them got it, and then, but one of them got it, but like another one didn't. And my wife, who was getting mad for me, went like, "Oh well, you know, maybe it's just like." You know, because he didn't get one. So maybe it was just your dad can only afford one. And then he heard it and went like, no, no, we all got those bags last year for Christmas. Wow. <laughs> and I was the well, only. Well, maybe he was like, well, Eric does a lot of traveling. He must already have one. I think what it, I think he, I think what it was, it's a combination of like, he probably didn't think about it. But also, like, of everybody, me and my dad had the most fighting back and forth for years. So I think we're always still kind of working back up to, like, there's a little bit of that. There's some work to be done. I don't, there's not that much for me anymore, I would say. Some wounds heal quicker than others. You know what, you know what I think it is? I, somebody said this to me one time, and I, I really do feel it. Like, there was never a question that we loved each other, but it's like, you don't always like people and i think it's very hard and i don't know if it's the hardest family because you don't get to pick and choose you know it's and it's hard when it's your son for sure it to like not like your son for a little bit imagine i don't know what it's yeah i mean it's hard but like i guess that's my thing where i go like 
he probably just didn't really like me that much for a period of time, like what I was doing with my life, my personality. Very di- we're very different. Sure. And it's like that created a lot of tension. And it's like we've been for the last like seven or eight years, I think, working back to like just enjoying being around each other. Was there was there a time there there was like an ultimate fallout? There, there was a couple moments where it was like he would just give me so much shit about what I was doing with and my life. Were you walking back? Were you pushing back? No, I just like wouldn't talk to him. And then he'd get mad I wasn't talking to him. And I went like, look, man, this is doing comedy in New York is fucking hard enough. Like, it's hard enough. Sure. Like, I'm not going to come home and just be shit on. Get berated. Yeah, like, yeah. it's not worth it. Like, just I won't fucking be around that much. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. you kind of just got to get on board or not. He was berating you. And so your, your tactic is you turn off. I, with him it was. Yeah. And then th- there was like a moment where I had like a, a thing I made that was in a big festival and, you know, there was like a chance it was going to go somewhere. Something for a little could bit. happen. Something, something could have happened. Yeah. And he made a big drive and just showed up unexpected right. to like come support. It must have been a good feeling. Oh my God, dude. I could, I, I would cry thinking about it if I spent enough time doing sure, it. Sure, sure. But I won't do that sure. for your own sake. <sighs> But like when, <laughs> but, when he did, but when he did that, that was, I mean, that's going back like seven, step, seven right? years. Yeah. Big step. That was like, I think our relationship from then has just been getting better because it was, it meant so much. Moment of acceptance. Yeah. yeah. Or just like, not, I don't even, at this point I was like, I don't even need acceptance. Just shut the fuck up if you don't like what I'm doing. Just don't make it harder. But for him to come out and support. But yeah. So that's, that's what it was is like. It was like beyond accept. It was beyond just being chill about it. Yeah. It was acceptance. It was like I'm proud of you. I know how hard you worked on this thing. Sure. It was a tough time for him then as well. Sure. For him to have done that when that festival happened was like yeah, big, it was just big tur- move out of pops. Yeah. Turning point. And nice. then what I what I realized I like that. That, what I realized after that was just like, you know, we don't have to talk about the things we disagree about. We don't have to, like, we can just literally never talk about politics. See, we can a, never talk about that's it. That's the thing with my folks, but they love to bring it up in needle. Well, look, and here's the thing. I even see myself doing that with my wife sometimes, and I have to, call, I have to realize it's in me. You just have to be, not you, but like, well, but maybe you. You just have to go, you just have to know they're doing it and go, we're not talking about it. And you just have to keep setting that boundary. And like what I do now with my dad, like he probably did with me when I was a fucking little kid is you redirect them. Yeah. That's exactly. The you move. just pull out that's a photo. Exactly the move. Yeah. You just yeah. redirect the energy to something else. Oh man, else. I saw this video. You look at was the last time you saw a camel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So there is, this is a moment that my wife talks about a lot where we were out to dinner with my dad and my sister siblings. And he, he brought up whoever he brought up some, conservative thing and uh i just went dad 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 dad, dad wait and he's like no 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 i was like dad dad wait 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 i got something to say i got something to say i got a real question to ask you real question he was like what and i went what is your favorite color <laughs> and the whole table just starts laughing and then it didn't come up again no more politics for the re- for the next hour squashed it but literally like you don't even have to be good at redirecting sure. the energy you just have to make it clear that you are redirecting the energy and they won't fight it what's his favorite color I don't remember what he said. I think, ah. I think he probably said black or green. Oh, really? He loves black. Those are my two favorite these, these colors. These walls are for dead. Uh, I dig them. 
I like him. Yeah. yeah. I think he, he's a he's a black guy. Yeah, yeah. Wait, that's that, that's yeah. not what I... <laughs> no shit. That's not... You're awfully no, 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 Caucasian, no. my friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he likes the color black. You're almost transparent, Eric. <laughs> it is funny to say he's a black guy. <laughs> my dad is a black guy. Hey, man, I'm, I'm, I'm a quarter Mexican, though. Are you? I got a little bit. I'm not, I, all, I'm not all whitey. I think I'm just... White. Pure white. Just another white guy. Shouldn't say pure white. Pure white. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, well, there goes the pod. It's funny. I So I, when I was about 150 pounds heavier, everybody was... a uh, Dude, so many people throughout my life thought I was Asian. Asian people would come up to me after shows yeah. and they would just go, half Chinese? Like they thought they had it. They thought they what, knew exactly. What, what, really? Yeah. You can't see it. You can't see it, right? Yeah, I can't see it now at all. Dude, when I was heavier, I was like, kind of like, yeah. Asian. A, a more Asian looking. One time I dyed my hair all black. I looked very Asian from the back. Apparently the style of my hair. Sure. Very Asian. Jet black hair. Jet black hair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I always wanted jet black hair. You might be Asian. <laughs> Making your case. For a long time, people were like, you should take like, a, was it 23 Me or something? Yeah. And I just, I didn't want to because if it came back 0.0 Asian, uh, it would have broke my heart. You always just kind of had a little, you're like Gwen Stefani. You just like, you try, you want to like Rachel Dole, Dole is all yourself <laughs> yeah, into Asian yeah, culture. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I, I was like, yeah, people would ask, are you Asian? I'm like, eh, you never know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's but, possible. But now, I mean, the other thing is, like, we're all everything eventually. I don't think we're there yet. We're getting close. Er. Getting close. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Closer. Neander- Closer. You know that, like, people are walking around with, like, Neanderthal in them. For sure. Yeah. Crazy. My, 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 my brother is, is she, I think she's, like, 70% Puerto Rican. Uh, but my brother, my brother is just another white guy. Yeah. It, now, guy. my my brother looks much more Mexican than I do. How could somebody be? Could somebody be seventy percent? No, that sounds made it's up. It's like fifty fifty, right? Well, or, if you look at like, I, I don't know, I I, I won't. Well, do I guess t- shit. Her parents, one's white, the other one's Puerto Rican, and that makes her. My see, my grandfather, <laughs> my grandfather was Latino, but <laughs> he was chopped in half. Problems with race. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, I, look I, I've got, like, a very, like, my family's... Everybody from my family is not from America. Like, all my grandparents came here. But Europe? No. Oh, really? No, my grandmother came from Mexico. Uh, oh, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Germany, France, but from North Africa, and Poland. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have you been out there to Europe, or...? I was born in Europe. You were? Yeah, my dad Where? was in the army, so I, was, I lived in Germany till I was like four. Where in Germany? Uh, Bad Kreuznach. Sure. Is uh, there a major <laughs> city nearby? <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking two. I have no what idea. The fuck? Um, yeah. Oh, fucking uh, no uh, Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm familiar. I'm familiar. Great pierogies. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Uh, I don't know. I I lived in wherever that was, and then Mannheim, which I think was closest to Munich, but I'm not really sure. Home of uh, the only thing, Mannheim steamroller. You know about that? No. What's, is that a sex move? No, it's, it does. That's the a sex, Mannheim steamroller. That's a sex move where you shit on that's someone what you're about to do and then to you me. fucking roll. <laughs> you're four arms through this shit. <laughs> 
Fucking, <laughs> uh, no, I think they're like a Christmas band. <laughs> Wait, Mannheim Steamrollers? I think they're like a Christmas well, well, I know, orchestra or the something. Only, the, the only band I know from Germany is Ramstein, and that's because everybody... Do. Do us. Do us. Uh, so I used to be a server at uh, Hard Rock Cafe, and every time that song came on, fucking, I'd get revved up. Now, I'm going to imagine that Hard Rock Cafe was as bad as me working at Rainforest. I'm going to tell you what, dude. I was an alcoholic. I was on a lot of drugs, and I had a blast. I loved working at Hard Rock I Cafe. I bet your tables didn't. <laughs> well, it showed in their tips. The gratuity was uh, rough. I'm not making any money, but if we all... So, okay, here's something about Hard Rock. We all had to... Um, your first shift, you have to sing a song. They really want to demean you. And you have to sing yeah, a yeah. song to everybody else like uh, uh, during the pre-shift meeting. And so I was taken off guard. I did not see this coming. So I just started singing Akuna Matata. After that, they printed me out a fucking name tag, Pumba. I was 340 with the name tag, Ooh. Pumba. Rough. You were 340? The 340, I talked And about somehow it. Pumba's worse. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't help the situation, dude. Damn. You know, you're walking away from the table like, of course his name's Boomba. It's a, I mean, look, it's a funny name for a fat guy. It is. Um, it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you pulled out of that spiral more ways than one. Rain, yeah. Rainforest was rough. Rainforest, they'd make you put on like a parrot head and dance for kids' birthday parties and shit. How, how long did you work for Rainforest? It's my first ever serving job. No, that's not true. It was my first job where I was like really like allowed to wait tables. You got to be 18 to serve alcohol. Mm-hmm. So I was like 18 to, I came back summers. So maybe like, I think it was like 20 by the time I left. I did a lot of serving tables. Bertucci's, Buca de Peppo. I met my wife at Buca de Peppo. Uh, she hated me. She was the host. I was a server. Oh no. But I was very annoying. Very. Yeah. Yeah. Too much. Just like Boston to the max. Uh, rude. Loud. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Sweating. How'd you turn it around? Uh, we were friends for like five years. And then it just like, my girlfriend, that went south. Her relationship went south and we just kept kicking it. And it was kind of like yeah. I gave her a pamphlet and led her into the room. You just fucking, <laughs> yeah. you went fishing for it. And yeah, you it fucking, took me a half decade, but yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, not yeah. bad, man. No, no, no. No, so yeah, yeah, it was the friend approach that eventually rolled over kind of organically. See, my wife says, like, she's like, if I had known you in college, we never would have spoken. Like, cause I was, I was partying pretty hard in college and sure. she, she was like a drama nerd, but I was like, but what she, she doesn't get it. I was friends with everybody. Sam. I got I, along I, with everybody. Yeah. I didn't so shit th- on we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't have been romantic, but we would have been friends. Right. Because if I wanted to be friends with somebody, you were a good I could, time, Charlie, yeah. hey, let's go out for drinks. I could adjust to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could adjust to pretty much everybody I was talking to. Same. And the booze really helps with that pivot, right? Like, yes. oh yeah, dude. Yeah. Lubes up the wheels. I was fucking... Like we didn't, I didn't drink at all really in high school except for like prom night or whatever. So when I went to college, that was like a new experience. Not all of high school. You didn't drink through all four years of high school. Not really. So I was straight edge, uh, straight edge and like proud of it. Freshman and sophomore year. And then as soon as the switch got flicked. Yeah. Party, the Danimal came out. And you went, you went Danimal. You went Danimal. full Danimal 16 to 38. Uh, f- probably 40. 
I'd say 16 okay. to 40. 16 to 40. I, and I mean like getting into all sorts of trouble, all of it. Like God damn. All, all the party favors. Jail time? No, but I got picked up a couple of times. No record. It got expunged. Uh, my old man helped me out a couple of times. But like I was a crazy kid. We were getting into some crazy shit. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, it's funny. Uh, I, I did this at a few... I just thought it was something like uh, a handful of us got into. I was like, who here trying to crowd work? So who's, um, <laughs> who's been in a car chase? <laughs> Crickets. And I was like, weird that that didn't go. I can't believe nobody. I'll try it on the next one. Yo, anybody remember their first car chase? Everybody's like, first, what first, the fuck? There's multiple. Uh, my brother and I bulls got into it a couple times. Oh uh, shit. Mine mine was quick, right? I'm like, so it was I was underage buying uh buying booze and there was an undercover across the street, unmarked. And my buddy's like, dude, I think there's a cop across the street. And I he, this kid, we called him Goat. And I was like, Okay, goat. He was always fucking with us. And so I'm like driving too slow, intentionally, like, here we go, swerving, like, hope the cop doesn't pull me over, boom, he hits the blues, comes out behind me, and I'm in my father's, like, 89 Cadillac, it's like a boat, but when you put your foot on it, that thing fucking lifted like the Batmobile, and you were yeah, going, yeah, yeah. right, so I fucking, dude, I just planted it, and fucking, we took off, and you know those, like, so we go into a bank parking lot, and you know, like, uh, where they'll put like a little garden outside the median with like mulch and some flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I fucking just launch it up that, like we jump that fucking thing. I'm surprised the fucking tires didn't pop. We, yeah. we go right over the median through the garden. And as soon as I land in the bank parking lot, two cruisers pin me in and the guy comes up to my window. I stop. I toss my keys out the window. I extend the uh, fake ID out and I go beers in the trunk. I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 so he picks me up. We do the mug shots and everything. I find out that I was uh, I was in the fire academy at the time. I find out his wife's one of my teachers. People knew each other. Mom came and picked me up. I didn't hear too much about it afterward. Wow. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Yeah. So I, I got along with him too because like I was like I was never so I did dumb stuff, but I was never a dick. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I just like, you know, I was like trying to have too much fun and uh, trying to make people laugh, trying to be the cool guy and go out and get beer or whatever. So we're in there, right? And there's a, I'll never forget, there's a Yankee cap on one of the uh, officer's desks and we're sitting there cuffed. You know, we're just like kind of talking to him now. Like, so you guys go to the school around here? My buddy puts the hat on. And I just started dancing around his desk going, bad boys, bad boys. What you got to do? They thought it was so funny. They handcuffed us. <laughs> the epitome of white privilege right bad, there. Bad boys, bad boys. Bad boys. Yeah, what you going to do? They thought it was do? so funny. Man, I, I, one, thing I, <laughs> one thing I did learn was like if you talk to cops, you have to talk their language. 100%. So like I'm not the guy but I know how to talk to you. Yeah. Yeah. Like we got we got out of a ticket coming back from Boston not that long ago. We were on the road. I don't know what I was doing like 22 over or something. Mm. Pulled over. Guy comes up and I just go I you know keys yeah, keys out. I'm not going to run you over. Sure, sure. Up here, hands on the wheel, ID, all that shit right there. Do, doing all the right moves. Yeah. Guy comes out, windows all the windows are down in the car. I just go, I'm going to hand it to you right now. 
I'm sorry. We're we're fucking tired, and I know you're just doing your job. If you cut me a break, we'd appreciate it. And the guy's like, "Yeah, you're good." I have, <laughs> no, I have not. Dude, I have not. Crazy. I have not gotten a ticket. <laughs> Since I was the first week I got a fucking driver's license when I was 17, yeah. I've been pulled over, but like, I, it was like my, it was my fucking high school crew teacher that like taught was, we were like shooting the shit after practice one day and he had a, he had a fucking cop, like support cops, dead cops, wives or yeah, something. Yeah. My dad made us put that on our cars. Yeah. And I remember yeah. being like, you know, at the time I'm like, you fucking dig. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like yeah. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, man, that gets you out of tickets. Be smart. He's, he's, not, he's not wrong and about he just, that. And he just started, he, he told us, he was like, don't say things like, please, you just go like, can you cut me a break? You fucking talk like a human being and you let them know that you're not there to fuck with them, that you appreciate what they're doing, but you don't need to, you don't overly do anything. You just ask for them to cut you a break. It fucking works. Dude. But it's like, but you have to like, you have to be fucking chill like my i remember my mom would get fucking tickets all the time sure because she would be she hated the cops and should be all worked up all worked up yeah don't do that i remember when i first got my license i took you know that little street in between freeways that they sit in yeah yeah so i used to just take that just oh going the wrong way i'll just oh bang you, a god on damn dude what <laughs> <Yeah>. the fuck <laughs> you took those i mean multiple times jesus right and so Fucking Stady saw me flip a U on the freeway and he pulls me over and he goes, You mind telling me what that horseshit was back there? And I was going to the doctor for like a pre op thing uh, for my knee. Yeah. And I just go, I'm getting knee, sir. I'm, I'm my, my knee. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I'm, I'm never. And he goes, Not gonna fly with me, fatty. And walks back to his car, <laughs> cut me a ticket, lost my license for three months right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. These guys don't like dealing with emotions. They gotta, you also gotta think like, you also got to think like they're fucking. If you're nervous and shit, it's like okay, you may as well admit guilt. Yeah, these guys have fucking like they're they're seeing crazy shit. Sure. Just be chill. Don't give them another emotion to manage. Especially in this town, they see it all, dude. Yeah, they see it all. Dude, my buddy was a cop in Newport News, Virginia, which is like rough neighborhood, and he's like, I I never went on like a, he was like, you could come on a ride along if you want. I was like, I don't know if I want to fucking remember one night of that shit. No but he's told me stories of the kind of stuff yeah. that he would see. And you're just like, it's fucking, you have PTSD, bro. You I was, have it. Every, they all have it. I, I was an EMT for eight years and just do, and then I do the, so like I was like an EMTP. So like an EMT paramedic, but you're not a paramedic, right? But you can ride along with a medic and whatever. And so like I saw, dude, I saw everything. You see it all. I did. I've, I've helped deliver three babies. I've fucking seen the stabbings, the shootings, the fucking crazies. Uh, yeah. And dude, I'm telling you, man, you it builds a callus on you. Ian, so we were at a party. Is, uh, by the way, we're supposed to go an hour. It's been fucking, wow. yeah, we're well over, but that's fine. Whatever. You got plenty of stuff to chop up here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I don't chop shit. Do you not? Well, like, I'll cut clips. I'm not going to edit stuff out. Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know how to do it. I've never done a podcast. You should. <sighs> Seems like a lot of effort. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Yeah. We're, we're going to fucking talk shop. But let me tell you about this yeah, EMT yeah. shit. So we're at a party, and uh, there's a, it's like everybody there is religious, and, except for me and my wife. And people are talking, and it's like very, like, 
you know, people are like very just like quietly titillated by very low end, low stakes things. You know sure, what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Like, oh God, I know you, the, that's, a, you, that's could, a weird room, yeah, stuffy yeah, room. Yeah, could, did you see the color on her car? Oh, oh my, my goodness. God. Neon orange? Helen, uh, yeah, yeah, crisis? Th- like those types of like the things that, that were shocking to them were so nothing. Sure. Except for when they started talking about one of the guys was an EMT. And she's like, we have the funniest story. You know, the first, they're telling stories about like literally like fucking crops in their backyard. Like oh, the corn is just not coming in the way it should. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. Bill had the funniest story from work the other day. So he shows up at a motorcycle accident. Of course, the man has been decapitated and they've got a new guy. And they start telling this story about like fucking with a new EMT. But in this vanilla tone. In this here. vanilla tone <laughs> after doing yeah. nothing but like this bland vanilla fucking storytelling for an hour. <laughs> but and I'm just watching like, <laughs> like this one from zero to a million in fucking no seconds. And they're telling a story about like playing a prank on the new EMT that he could save the guy who had been decapitated. Oh my God. And like, it was funny, sure, but also like, what the fuck? Where did this come from? But then like, I literally, like my wife was like, that was like some psycho shit. And I was like, (laughs) you don't have, because I have friends who were in the military. Like I listened to them fucking talk when they came back. You have to joke about that shit or you will go crazy. It's true. So like, that's one thing I like, I hate when they like, you know, when they go after, they catch a clip of a cop or a soldier that's like making a fucked up joke or something and they use it as evidence that they're like a bad person. It's, it's fucked like, up. it's like, no, they're just trying to figure out how to be a human being. It's so. like you, you think about the things, what are the things that you joke about with your friends at your job? How fucking shitty your job is. Yep. You make fucked up jokes too. Now imagine it's dead babies and fucking roadside splatter jobs like well, you'd be making jokes about it too yeah you have to make jokes about the, it. the the fact is, is that we have so little uh empathy sympathy and understanding for each other and we're just looking to fucking crucify each other on yeah. social media and all this bullshit fucking uh, listen i'm not one of these guys who uh is ripping a fucking one of those blue striped flags out the back of my car but i'm also like dude i've got guys I grew up with who became cops and like, you know, from what I know, they're still good guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, people make choices. We're all still fucking people. There's good people and bad people and everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, I've, I've got it. I've got the same thing, man. Like, every, everybody I went to high school or college with is pretty much gone one way. Sure. That's all, like all the, the American all, dream, yeah, right? Yeah. 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 All, my, all my improv friends my feel differently. My family is all firemen. My father was a fireman. My brother is a fireman. Yeah. Yeah, I was going down. That's why I was like doing the EMT thing. I was not doing the too, same thing. There's not too many progressive firemen, are there? I don't uh, <laughs> uh, progressive firemen. A socialist I've never firemen. even heard of that term. <laughs> <laughs> I've never even heard of that term. Uh, not too many, but those who are, I think, I think those who are a little bit more left, I think it's tougher for them. I actually know a woke fireman. A woke fireman? I'm not even kidding. This is another good comedy I know strip. one woke fireman. I know one woke fireman. Yeah. Because like of all the guys I went to college with, one guy who was like- <laughs> Did the they big, isolate him the, in his the, house? The, the biggest liberal of all of us yeah. became a fireman. And, and, and he, I, bet it, I bet every day is tough for him. I don't know. He might be less woke now. I mean, I haven't talked to him about politics in <laughs> he fucking might be less 15 woke years. I see him once a year getting drunk around Christmas. Uh, we haven't gotten into it, so I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. At, least in, at least in college, yeah. he, was, he was the lefty of our, of our little group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, we grew up, so I grew up in a house 
Like I just did what my parents did. And growing up, it was like, not to talk politics or anything, but I remember just Fox News was the news that was on TV. Yeah, yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, dude. Like, we grew up in that household. I remember my dad had a hard-on for Newt Gingrich, dude. Oh, man. Loved the Newt. Tr- a truth teller. Oh, yeah. A truth dude, teller. Dude. Doing, the, doing God's work. Oh, for sure, Yo, dude. there's blowjobs in the White House. Somebody's got to do something about it. <laughs> who is that guy who used to tell, who was able to tell the future, uh, the uh, uh, come on um he knew the twin towers are gonna fall and uh who's the guy the, gandalf what the fuck are you no, talking he, about he's kind of gandalfy <laughs> you're getting warmer <laughs> <laughs> i don't know who you're talking about yes you do not fuck matt oh, i shouldn't have smoked that joint on the way over anyway all right um but yeah, my dad looked at him as like he could tell the future for sure he came out of that house and then it was honestly Dating intelligent women and helped sculpt my brain into yeah, like yeah. a more independent, like le- left leaning brain. See, I didn't do. So I did my my development was different. So I was just did what my dad told me. Well, you know what That's he did. How it I did. Starts. Yeah, like I cry. Yeah. I remember crying when George Bush lost. I don't. You cried the first George. Well, I was like five to Clinton. Yes. So I remember watching that play out. Yeah. And that was the first time I paid attention. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember being, it's one of my, it's one of my first real memories was like how upset I was. When, when did that election happen? When did Clinton win? 92? Ooh, I'm bad with years like that. I don't know. Probably 92. It sounds right. But I would have been like seven, six or seven. Sure. Um, so I was probably like 10. Yeah. yeah. And I was like beside myself. So I had that going on. And then, you know, me and my dad hit our little friction. So then I was like, I'll just be the opposite of everything he is. So then that was my politics. It was like very, I'd say, reactionary to my dad. Interesting. Until my 30s. And now what's happened is the horrifying Back to the center move. Yeah. Where my, now the way my... The pendulum swings, well, the, right? well, the way my dad antagonizes me now is no longer to bring up things we disagree on. It's to smile and bring up things he knows we agree on. I, it's, and, that makes and, you swallow hard, And I'm like, you too. fucking... <laughs> yeah. Stop mentioning shit that you know I've changed my mind on. Stop. See, moments like that are where I'm like, oh, thank God my dad has dementia. We don't talk politics at all anymore. <laughs> is your dad still with us? He is. He is. Okay. And like, it's, it's like he, he doesn't have, a, um, like he never really recognizes me. If he says my name, I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, all right. Yeah. But like, he thinks I'm his brother most of the time or just like a good old dude hanging around. Uh, he's back in New Hampshire, so when I visit him, and I try to do it more often since things have gone a little bit more south. But he's, dude, so his mother had dementia, and he did a lot of the same things his mother did, like hard boozer and into other shit, and like it did not, they went their whole lives doing this shit. And I think yeah. that cooks you, and fries the circuit board. Uh, and so, uh, but there are moments, right? Any time I bring it up to somebody, they're always like, oh, man it's the same reaction always just like fuck i'm sorry man like and it's like too much yeah and, yeah. and i'm like an individual who's able to compartmentalize feelings and like i can be there for my family and my pops and deal with this right now and able to know i'll feel on this later you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah yeah so down the road but right now i gotta step up to the plate and help out and gives you the ability 
to laugh at a few things as it unfolds too. Dude, yes. And so, dude, yeah. there is no making sense. So one of the things with my father's dementia, something specific to him, is he believes television is happening in the room with him. TV yeah. is happening in the room that's with us. And so, like, if he's watching a sports game, if it goes from basketball to football, he thinks they're the same guys. They just changed or something. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no <laughs> Christmas. Or it's the day after Christmas. Everybody's yes. just kicking it. And I was like, oh, Ace Ventura's on. There is no making sense <laughs> about Ace Ventura to a dementia patient. He's just going, what? <laughs> Dude, wild. Yo, what happened to LeBron's hair? Well, I don't think... <laughs> It's very respectful for this man to be talking out of his ass to a police officer. <laughs> oh, dude. Good Excuse stuff. me. I'd like to ask you a few questions. <laughs> God damn. That's, uh, that is funny. Dude, and there's wild little things. Yeah. He's like, have you been um, to this restaurant with your mother? And I was like, I have been. We've all been quite a few times. He's like, it's very nice. They have very good seafood. And like they do. And animals. And my brother and I look at each other like, animals? This restaurant doesn't have any fucking animals. And I go, what do you mean animals? He goes, yeah, they have animals at this restaurant. What do you mean? He goes, lobsters. They're on the fucking plate. And just walks out of the room. <laughs> and we're sitting there and I'm like, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. No, those are animals. <laughs> we do. So my grandmother had dementia. And yeah. we, we, I can't remember where I heard this. Maybe this is common knowledge. But like, that you don't correct them. Like you just play, like we just played along with, she would say something, we would go, yep. So you're not supposed to. And I find my, my mother and brother kind of bucket and try to push him in the right direction. And he thinks he plays for the Dallas Cowboys, like currently. Yeah. He's, he's 70 years old, thinks he played for the, plays for the Cowboys right now. And I'm like, fuck yeah, you do. Yeah, dude, yeah, dude. Dude, you lit that motherfucker <laughs> up. And I see him, he'll pause and look at me yeah. and go, I did. <laughs> I did like that motherfucker up. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I feel like that is the, th I, at least like in my experience with my grandmother, that's what we did. And it, I, whenever that light bulb went off, it yeah. became easier. Here's the deal, man. Like he's having, he's having a better time than any of us. Cause like, let's be honest, life like kind of sucks. Yes. So, <laughs> so I mean, if he played for the Cowboys, I'll go for that ride with you, dad. Like, cause why am I going to tell you you're wrong? Yeah, you know, and now you're lost in the in the past and the present. Like that fucking sucks, dude. It's like you have to kind of like make the. This isn't just with dementia; it's with anything in life. It's like it's all fucking in the in the end. It's all pain and suffering, and it ends in tears. Yeah. Period. Yeah, so like every situation, you need to be trying to make the best of what that situation oh, is. I love that. Like right there's there. no like. I love that. It, there's no like. I wish it was this way. Can't we push it to? Be, it's like. You can push yourself to be better in situations and be present. You know, that's it, like, that's the key. That's the key to all of this shit. My wife and I put little, she does this actually. I, I just am lucky enough to live around it. She puts little messages up around the house about things that we, that help us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like individually as a couple, good, healthy shit for the brain. And one that she laminated we've got in the shower is hold life like water. And it's just like, I remember forever. Wait, hold life like water. Hold life like Oh, water. like it's your water in your open, hand. I got it. Right? Okay. And it's true because I remember my whole life trying to will things, white knuckling them and like trying to uh, yeah. control a situation. And the more you learn to loosen up and let go, 
it's this fucking chaotic ride is a little bit more enjoyable. Yeah, yeah. It really is. Be a good person and just like let go a little bit. You know what I mean? Let go of the control. That works works for me. Brother, we are at time. We're actually we well, time. We're, we're actually well over time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good and way to we, wrap we, it up. We should end on like a deep thing. Yeah. Because if we keep going, I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about like gist stains on my I, fucking jeans. I'm gonna jeans. go out to my car and get another joint. We're gonna spark it up. Matt, tell people uh, the people that have hung with us uh, where they can find you online, all that shit. Uh, websites and Instagrams, Matt Dan Comedy, M A T D A N N. I didn't pick it. My mom did. One T, one T, one two, T ends. two ends. Yep. Yep. Matt, Mike, Dan. It's just Matt, Dan comedy. Yeah. Yeah. We keep the mic out of there. Complicates. See, I got everybody's I'm complicating it right now. I like that. You've got a thing with your name. I got a thing I say with my name because it's Hellwig. So I go Eric yeah. Hellwig, CK for Eric. Hell like the place wig like a thing on your head. Ooh. Yeah. Just to make sure people spell that shit right. Yeah. 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 You know, Is it, it's John Wick. Same way. Right. What do you mean? Wait, are you W I K? No, no. W I C K. Wig. Wig. Hell wig. Oh. So hell like the place, wig. I think I've always said your name wrong. You've been saying Hellwick? Hellwick. Yeah. It's not too bad. I don't yeah. mind Hellwick. Hellwick. I had a million fucking nicknames, and I don't know if Hellwick was ever ever made its way in. Huh. That's it. We can start that late. If we if you want. Uh Bat Dan Comedy and Scaredy Cats. It's where I do like ghost hunting and post all my horror shit and Fuck yeah. 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 Let's get you a podcast. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about we'll it. We'll talk about it. We'll see. Right now. Let's talk about it. Let's end on that. You want to No. <laughs> we got to get, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Talking shop. All right, brothers. Good chatting. Yes. Likewise. Good to see you.